Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Well, praise God. Uh, welcome back to Wisdom and Stuff Podcast. This is Daryl Boucher, and uh, this is... Um, uh, the uh, end of Thanksgiving week, and uh, I don't want it to be just a week. I want it to be a lifestyle, praise God. And so I just want to kind of get into some more of just, just really um, understanding the value of Thanksgiving and how we can begin to engage with the spiritual law, spiritual force of Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving, once again, does not benefit God. It benefits us and it benefits the earth around us. It allows us to be aware of of, of what he's already done. And when we begin to be aware of what he's already done, it changes our role with uh, the temporal realm, with, with the circumstances that we think need to be changed. And so when we understand what has already been done, then we can speak from that place and simply begin to steward change into the earth. Because what we're doing is we are we are understanding the resource that we have, and we're simply allowing that resource to flow out of us into the seen realm, okay? And so w- instead of praying from earth to heaven, we pray from heaven into the earth. And so we, we literally begin to say, okay, well, what's uh, what has already been done in this situation? And it's really important for us to understand um, when we pray, we need to find out what God's mind is toward that and say, okay, Father, what needs to be prayed and what has already been done about this? Because when I understand what's already been done, then once again, I'm not trying to produce something. I'm not trying to manufacture something. I'm not even trying to, to you know, uh, like take that thing and change it, I'm actually just speaking what's already been done into, into that which, which needs to change. But I'm, I'm actually a, a stewarding um, God's unchangeable reality into the scene realm. And, uh, and there was another, uh, I think me and Amy did a couple casts a while back about praying from the unchangeable. And, uh, and so you can look that up on the website or on the, on the podcast site if you want. Uh, but anyway, uh, first of all, I'd, I'd like to once again read a quote from uh, Ulysses S. Grant, and this is from October 5th, 1869, and this is, like I said, every every year since, I think, Lincoln, um, each president has uh, proclaimed the day of Thanksgiving, and uh, some of the, our forefathers really did, you know, just go after the things of God. I'm not saying that they were perfect in everything that they did, but at the same time, they had God as a compass. They had God as the, at the forefront of their thoughts. And so, uh, so I just, I just really am encouraged to see, you know, this, this level of, um, I don't know, just godliness in, in our country and, and at the, at the roots of our country. And we know that, uh, the, the latter years will be better than the former years. Praise God. So let's go. I just want to read this. This is, um, or President Grant, Ulysses Grant, in 1869, uh, did as he declared Thanksgiving. It says, The year which is drawing to a close has been free from pestilence. Health has prevailed throughout the land. Abundant crops reward the laborers of the husbandmen. Commerce and manufacturers has, have successfully pr- prosecuted uh, their peaceful paths. The mines and forests have yielded liberally. The nation has increased in wealth and in strength. Peace has prevailed, and its blessings have advanced every interest of the of the people in every part of the union. Harmony and fraternal intercourse restored are obliterating the marks of past conflict and estrangement. Burdens have been lightened. Means have been increased. Civil and religious liberty are secured to every inhabitant of the land whose soil is trod by none but freedom, but but free men. 
it becomes a people thus favored to make acknowledgement to the supreme author from whom such blessings flow of their gratitude and their their dependence to render praise and thanksgiving for the same and to vowly to implore a continuance of God's mercies. Therefore, I, Ulysses S. Grant, President of the United States, do recommend that Thursday, the 18th day of November, next, be observed as a day of thanksgiving and of praise and of prayer to Almighty God, the Creator and the Ruler of the universe. And I do further recommend to all the people of the United States to assemble on that day in their accustomed place of public worship and to unite in the homage and praise due to the bountiful Father of all mercies and in fervent prayer for the continuance of the manifold blessings he has vouched uh, to us as a people and testimony whereof I have hereby set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed the fifth day of October, AD 1869 of the independence of the United States of America, the 90, the 94th. Now, I love this because here he is. He's, he's just going, going after talking about all that God has done. And obviously the country was not perfect. The country still had issues. The country was coming out of, of the civil war and, and the, the replications of the civil war the civil war was only a few years behind, you know, this is 1869. And so here he is, he's talking about what God is doing and what God has done. And this is what Thanksgiving is all about. Let's just magnify what he's, what he's already done. And sometimes, I mean, I've been in that place where I literally was so, um, uh, I don't know, so like consumed by circumstances that I could barely even come up with anything to be thankful for. I could barely come up with anything to like, to, 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 because, because the voices of the circumstance were so loud. My emotions, which were tied to my circumstances, were so loud. And this is what Thanksgiving is so important. Here it says uh, in, in Philippians 4, we, a very popular verse when it comes to prayer, but it says, be careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, and he goes on, and I'm not going to keep going with that, but he that, that continues to talk about what we should think on. And here he says, though, he says, be anxious for nothing. Anxiety should not have a, a part in our life at all. There should be nothing that we have anxiety about. It says, but in everything, in every part of my life, in every, in, I don't care whether it's, it's, you're talking about your family, your kids, your job, you know, finances, health, just, you know, the, the holidays coming up, um, busyness of the times, uh, you know, the things that are going on around the country, around the world, around the planet, you know, all these things. He says in everything, everything, there is a, a prescribed method of victory and is through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. So here he is, he's saying, we need to bring all these requests in, but we do it with prayer, with supplication, but with thanksgiving. We, we have to, first of all, once again, calibrate our minds to understand what God's already done what he's already done. Ask him what he's done. Ask him. I mean, if, if we don't know, if we don't have something tangibly on our heart that's, that's literally bigger than the circumstance, then we need to ask God what he's done. We need to set our minds on things above. And one of the, one of the best things that, that um, obviously the best mechanisms that we can do to, uh, to encourage, encourage thankfulness is praise. That's why it says we enter his, his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Praise is an avenue that 
allows our our consciousness, our awareness, to be heightened to to God Himself, glorifying God, making God bigger than everything else, allowing Him to be God, the Almighty God. And when we set our minds on those things, thankfulness is a natural environment when our minds are set upon Him. Because when we see, I mean, I remember you know listening to Dean Braxton, who is a gentleman who who went to heaven for a while. And uh, he had died on an operating table, and he went to heaven. And uh, and he said, you know, when he when he gets to heaven, and he, he talks about this whole experience, and and he he has his own website. I mean, I encourage you check him out. He's just a, a great man of God. Uh, but when um, when he gets to heaven, you know, he he said one of the things he 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 sees all of heaven, and Jesus is standing there, and all he can say is thank you. He just said thank you, thank you, thank you, because it overwhelmed him all of the things that were already done and they were all done by the hand of Jesus. They were all done through the blood of Jesus. God the Father did all these things through Jesus for us. And he 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 was overwhelmed by the understanding of what was done and it was all for him free of charge. And this is this is where where thankfulness comes in where we begin to when we begin to Get, get detached from the works mentality to such a degree that saying anything that's of value has been freely given to me. Anything of eternal worth has been freely given to me by God. So the wages of God, I mean, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. The, the world operates in wages. Sin and death operates in wages, but God operates in gifts. And, and he freely gives us these things. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that the Holy Spirit is, is always trying to show us what's been freely given to us by God. That there, there's, you know, when we're, trying to, when we're trying to figure out how we're going to do it, then we don't understand the freedom that we have. We don't understand what's already been freely given to us. And, uh, and so that's why anxiousness has no part with thanksgiving. Anxiousness is diffused by thanksgiving. And, we, and we, when we begin to praise him, when we begin to magnify how big God is, then everything, he, he is big so that, so he, you know, he wants us to know how big he is so we know what he's done for us. He was so that we know the DNA of the things he's done for us. He didn't do something that looks like earth. He did something that is heavenly. He did, everything he's done for us looks like heaven. Everything he's done for us looks like him, and it's free of charge. Because we can't earn something infinite. It's impossible to earn something infinite. You can't do enough. You can't work hard enough. You can't work long enough. You can't think long enough. We can't study hard enough. We can't pray long enough to earn something that's infinite. And God is infinite, praise God. And so it has to be free. It has to be something that's freely been given to us by God himself. And thanksgiving is what allows us to say, okay, let me let me just begin to thank him. And as we and and, and don't just thank him, like I said, let's just begin to uh, redefine what thankfulness looks like in our heart to to make it a spiritual force where we where we allow it says here that the peace of God which passes understanding then will keep our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus that there is a peace that peace means wholeness nothing missing nothing broken there is a peace of God God's peace himself that passes understanding. It has nothing to do with information. It has nothing to do with, with, the, with the way the natural world works. It has to do with God. And that peace will literally mount a garrison around my heart and my mind. It will literally guard my heart and my mind from any anxious thoughts or from any worry or fear-based thoughts. That, that peace that passes all understanding. I don't need to understand more to have more peace. I need to have more peace to understand more. Peace will lead me to a higher level of understanding. 
But uh, that comes through thankfulness. It comes through me actually saying, okay, what can I be thankful for right now? And, and like I said, I, there's been times when, when things were yelling at me so loud, there was so much going on, I just didn't know what to even thank him for. And in those times, I'd be like, okay, Lord, what, what can I thank you for? Give me something. He wants to equip you with it. He actually wants to help you. He, the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will guide you by the hand and actually lead you into areas of thankfulness that we have not even entered into yet. And so I just ask him, Father, what can I be thankful for right now? And I remember those times when he'd say, well, just thank me for your salvation. And I just begin to thank him for my salvation. Thank him for, for recalling. I was recalling when, when I wasn't saved, recalling when I didn't know, recalling when I was so unsure of my eternal destiny and, my, and I didn't have a relationship with him, recalling when I was separated from him and when I was walking in darkness, recalling all the things, and then just saying, oh, but then there was a free gift. Praise God. There was something that I could not produce. It was out of my ability to produce. You see, this is what thankfulness does. It sets the DNA of the very thing that we have. It shows us that it comes only from God, that we could not produce it, and because of that, the DNA of it and what it does in our lives are outside of our capacity to produce. It produces something and brings something into my life that I cannot produce, that is so far outside of my ability to produce that God gave it to me freely. So it's, it's his, it's his, it looks just like God, and it's free. And that, to me, that's like it's a... Um, you know, that, that's, it says that he gives good and perfect gifts. You know, I know people in my life in the past years that have not given very good gifts. They're not good gift givers. They, they mean well, but they just don't quite have it down. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you know, you, you get the gift and you're like, well, thank you. You know, you, you want to, you know, you want to be thankful because you want to, you, you know, that's the thought that counts, but sometimes you even wonder how much thought went into it. And, uh, and so you're like, mm, you know, but there are, there are those people who just are not great at giving gifts. They don't know that they don't understand the, they don't understand the, you know, how to give a good gift. And that's all that, you know, so I'm not, I'm not disparaging that. I'm just saying God's not one of those. God gives good and perfect gifts, right? God is the best gift giver. And to have a good gift I think it has to have a couple qualities to it. It has to be something that I didn't have before, right? It has to be something that I didn't already own or, or I, that, I, that I literally couldn't produce. And it has to be something that I needed, something that, that literally will change my life. Okay, so because obviously there's a lot of things that I, that, that I don't own right now that I don't need. If somebody gives me something just because I don't own it doesn't mean it's a good gift, right? <laughs> if it, if, because I don't need everything. I, I mean, there's a whole lot of things that, that, that literally exist in this physical world. I don't want, I don't need, but just because I don't have it doesn't mean it's a good gift, right? So it has to be something I don't currently have. Uh, and I'm not able to produce myself, and it has to be something that I need, something that literally will will come into my life and enhance my life. It will it will my life should look different when I have it from when I didn't have it. That's that, that's a good gift. A good gift is something that comes in and enhances my life and actually changes my life and 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 takes my life to a different level, so that there is a difference in my awareness in my abilities in my you know daily life from when i had it to where i didn't have it right that's a good gift and then the third the third uh, uh quality of a good gift is it's got to be free if a gift costs me something anything then it's not really a gift right if a gift costs me something it is not really a gift and it says the good and perfect gifts come from god now it doesn't mean that there's not you know sacrifice in the body of christ or in the walk of god i'm not saying that i'm just saying what god gives me is free and usually what i have to sacrifice to re- to receive his gifts are a works mentality 
the pride of wanting to actually have credit for doing it in my own life, to produce it by the works of my hands. I have to give up my own pride. I have to give up uh, the, the way that I used to do things. I have to give those things up. Those are a lot of things that I have to sacrifice to receive the gifts of God. I have to acknowledge their value past what I currently was doing. I have to acknowledge that 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 is not by the works of my hands. I have to humble myself. I, it, it takes so much more humility to receive something than it does to give something. And and that's why it's more blessed to, re- to, to to give to than to receive. But understand, it takes it it it's more blessed because the blessing's flowing out of me when I give, but the blessing's flowing into me when I when I receive it. And so it's more blessed to give than to receive. But it takes more humility to receive. And so, with this, we understand that that when when I when I humble myself to His gifts, those good, those perfect gifts. Like number one, I cannot produce it. And when I begin to get thankful, when I allow thankfulness, and like I said in the, in, in when the, I think the first one I was doing here, thankfulness means I'm full of thanks and I have nothing else in me. I cannot be thankful and complaining at the same time. I cannot be thankful and and be you know nitpicking about things at the same time. If I'm thankful, I'm full of thanks. It's all I got in me is thanks. If 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 you know, if something's coming out of my mouth, it's going to be thanks. You know, and it doesn't do God any good for me to thank Him. It does do me a whole lot of good, though. Now, with that, so just just begin to find one thing. Just 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 meditate for fifteen minutes or something, and begin to out of your mouth begin to thank Him for something. Like I said, I I, I would begin with my salvation, and as I just begin to thank Him, and as I thank Him, as I thank Him, as I thank Him, not like I said, not as a mantra, not as just trying to be heard for my many words, not thinking that I'm going to, you know, you know, make him feel better about giving me something. It's just me being aware of what he gave me. And I'm just, oh, I thank you for this aspect. And I thank you for this aspect. And I thank you that I couldn't do it by myself. And I thank you that you gave it to me freely. And I thank you for how, how my life looks now versus how it looked then. You know, I mean, that's all part of thankfulness. A big part of thankfulness uh, is using it in your life, right? And so, so if, if uh, I get if I give something to somebody, you know, for Christmas or the birthday or just just to be nice to them, and um, and they begin to use it, you know, that blesses me. That blesses me a lot because they're thanking me every time they use it. Now, if they thank me for it verbally, but they never use it, then I, I kind of don't value the words very much because I really don't think that they they value what I gave them. You know, and there's been times when I've given people things, and they didn't use it. And, uh, and so that, that tells me that they didn't know what I gave them. They didn't know what it could do for their life. Or maybe, maybe I missed the boat. Maybe, maybe you know, I'm, not, I'm not perfect about what I do as a, as a human being. But so maybe I missed the boat and I, I, I didn't give them a very good gift. And so I take record of that. Oh, okay, apparently they don't, they, don't, they don't need that or they didn't want that. So let me recalibrate how I give them gifts because I want to be a blessing to them. If it's not going to bless them, I'm not going to give them that. Uh, but at the same time, there's been times when I gave people things knowing what it could do for them and they didn't utilize it. And so for us, I just, as we begin to thank God, begin to just ask him, how can I, how can I actually walk in this at a higher level? I know God gave me everything to, to literally take me from the, any limitation to put me into a place of limitlessness. And so he didn't intend for me to take the things he's given me and just operate them like worldly things. He wants me to actually operate them like heavenly things and be freed from the limitation of the world in everything he gave me. And so if I'm not doing that yet, I simply need to begin to thank him and, and say, okay, Father, show me the value of this. And as we do that, the cool thing is, is as we just take one thing, take, like I said, thank God for 
you know, your car. Thank God for your house. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for your family. Thank God for your breath. You know, you don't even give yourself breath today. I mean, I, I thank God for my heartbeat. I thank you, Father, that you, I can't even make my heartbeat today. You give me that. Thank God for the sun coming up today. Thank God for, for all these. I mean, get, get so used to being thankful, just acknowledging him as the supplier of all things. And what that does is that investment of thankfulness allows us to be aware of everything he's given us. Suddenly our eyes, we, we tune into the frequency of supply. Our, the frequency of supply gets tapped into by thanksgiving, and we just tune into the frequency of supply. And now we're not thanking him, trying to manipulate him into giving us something. We honestly believe we received everything, and we thank him for it. Even whether we see it with our eyes or not, we, we know it's ours by right, and so we are just thankful. We're thankful for what he's done. We're thankful for what he's what he's. We, you know, because he's already given us all things. I say this a lot because we have to stop thinking linearly, and thankfulness is one of the ways we do that. But you know, I don't know about you, but I know there's times when, when like when Rachel and I, we we bought a car that we thought was like so unique. We're like, oh, this color. We one time we bought a periwinkle colored uh, Camry, and it was a great car, uh, and we'd never seen one like it. But you understand, right after we bought it. We we saw we, there was literally somebody in town in Seaside that had one just like it. And that person worked at the post office that we went to every day, and we never saw it before until we invested in our own. And that's what happens a lot when we, we you buy something you think is unique, and then you start seeing them all over the place because investment will heighten awareness. Okay, investment is what heightens. So thankfulness is an, an investment in what God has already done, and that will heighten our awareness so that we'll begin to see everything He's done. And now suddenly, we, like I said before, we'll begin to steward those things in the earth instead of continually asking for God to do more from a place of lack or from a place of need or from a place of of just being you know whiny. Uh, we actually get thankful and we allow what God's already done in heaven to literally invade the earth through our lives. So we need to wrap this up. Father, once again, we thank you for this week. We thank you, Father God, for just, for just, we can't even, as King David said, we can't say words that you haven't already given us the power to say. So even our ability to thank you comes from you. Our ability to, to walk in thankfulness comes from you. And we want to do it at your level. We want to do it at heaven's level. Father, we want to do, Father, thankfulness the way heaven does, thankfulness right now. Now, Father God, I thank you that 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 we're not when we get to heaven, we're not going to change in thankfulness. That our thankfulness will look like heaven right now. And I thank you that as we do it, we're not doing it so that you feel good about what you've given us. We do it so we can usher more into the earth. And we just once again want to just thank you. We thank you for our breath. We thank you, Father God, for putting us here so that we can actually be stewards of life into people around us. We thank you for the giftings and callings. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. And we just thank you, Lord God, not from a place of unworthiness, but Father God, we thank you because we know that we are worthy to be called children of God. And we are, are that because you created us to be that. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.